Am I on Snapchat? <laughs> Yes, Don't you're mistake on, me for a dick. You're on Snapchat. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine people opening things on Snapchat <laughs> and being like, "This isn't a dick at all." Hey, I'm supposed to be talking now, not you. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I had uh, oatmeal for breakfast. People are gonna wonder, like, why we always are talking about what food we ate. Um. And I don't think that many people understand that that's because that's like a regular thing that you do in radio. Right? Do people not know that? I didn't know that. I just know that, that we come in and Victoria always asks us what we had for breakfast. I thought she was just interested in making sure no, that we were she does not starting care. our days, you know, healthy and with a, with a you know, v- breakfast packed with nutrients. And- well, you usually don't eat breakfast, so you fail on that account. No, she's asking that's because that's how she adjusts our levels is by asking us what we have for breakfast. It's just like a normal standard industry thing. So if you don't know, now you know. Hey, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. We have an awesome show for you today. Do we? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm low on bullets. I'm (laughs) I'm almost out of ammunition and we haven't even started. (laughs) I actually am prepared today and just barely because literally I was at home throwing stuff into a Google Doc before we came in. Um, How prepared are you? Prepared enough to give us a theme song? Oh, perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have a do you have a genre in mind? Yes, I want something. Uh, I want I want bluegrass, but I want it. I want an instrumental. <laughs> um, I don't think I can sing instrumental. I'm like me. That's not my job. That was last name basis. That was, <laughs> that was a as, that as, was a banjo as composed and performed by Francesca. Yeah, I was a banjo. You asked for instrumental, I gave you instrumental. You killed it. Thank you. No, that was a bad thing. Um, you know what else? Like you murdered we, it. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> Our go theme ahead. Song is no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a moment of silence for our theme song. Um, you know what else killed it? Us on the Fanbro show. Oh yeah, yeah, we had a great time um, with uh, great people. It was really, really nice to finally meet them. And you know, when you listen to a podcast, you start to feel like you know somebody. Yeah, it was um, so cool. We had such a great time. Thanks to everyone who listened to the episode. If you didn't listen to the episode, it's the Jaden Smith the Albino Night episode, and we talked about Mad Max. We talked about comic book stuff. It was really fun, and hopefully we can have them on our show soon. So definitely go check that out. Um, did you by any chance – well, I know you did, so I'm, I'm just setting up this question really poorly. I sent you a link to the new Nicki Minaj Beyonce video, Feeling Myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mean while I was at work today, you sent that to me, <laughs> and you said you have to watch this so we could talk about it tonight. And I thought it was some sort of breaking news. And so I opened it, and I thought it was the wrong thing. I was like, this thing keeps redirecting me to some Beyonce video. <laughs> you were like, why is Beyonce on my phone? What is I this? thought it was something that I really needed to watch to inform <laughs> you myself. Do, you did so need that to we watch could discuss it, it tonight. Exactly. Exactly, because I really wanted to talk about it, and I I thought that it would be fun because you have, you know, feelings about stuff, and I'm just curious to know what you thought about the video, because I loved every single second of it. But, really? Yeah. So you didn't even send it to me so we could both mock it? No, no, no. I don't want to mock it at all. I want to, wow. like, I want to, like, revel in, like, the amazingness of, of that video. Of what? Um, well, first of all, like... 
Beyonce is so pretty. Like she's just so hot. So are uh, so is every I'm other not, woman in entertainment. Yeah, okay, lots of women are hot, but like Beyonce for me is just like a different kind of hot. And then I also really think it's cool to see like two black women in a music video like having fun with each other. It's like not catty. They're not like, you know, talking shit or like fighting over a man or anything. It's just about mm-hmm. them like partying and like enjoying themselves. It's like carefree black girls. Mm-hmm. And- it's just it's just about, you know, it's about having a good time. Yes. It's about ass vibrating. Yes. No, no. <laughs> that's a that's a strike against Why? Them. Why? What is wrong with some ass shaking? If you have it Flaunt it. And I say this as someone that does not have a lot of ass. So, like, you would think that I would feel, you know, a little intimidated. <laughs> but I don't feel intimidated. I watch it and I'm like, yes, yes. If I could do that, I would. I tried. I tried to learn how to twerk, remember? Yeah, yeah. You didn't even encourage me. I try. I did. No, I asked you. you did not. I asked you repeatedly if you had practiced your twerks. You did not. When I and told you, you hadn't practiced. When I told you, I was and eventually trying to... I gave up. I wasn't going to push you. You no, know, I wasn't okay. going to. No. I was going to force okay, you to listen, twerk. Listen, listen. When I told you that I was trying to learn how to twerk, you laughed at me. You were like, "You, you're going <laughs> to learn how to twerk," and I was like, "Well, listen. I found this YouTube video. Of course, that's where it always starts, right? I found a YouTube video." teaching you how to twerk and it was like these little butt exercises that you're supposed to do every day you're supposed to isolate each cheek on its own mm-hmm. every day and then what you're supposed to be able to do is then like do each cheek like left right left right left, 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 left and then suddenly your butt's like like you know what i mean and i wanted to learn and when i told you you discouraged me I didn't discourage you. You did. No, I asked you to get your priorities correct and get your Kegels in order first. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It is not that kind of show. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. No, you're not kidding. I am kidding. You made you made a face when you did it. I was just, I was. We're I, on the ra- It was we, the funniest thing I could think of at the moment. I know, Are you, I'm just teasing. Um, listen. You brought, up, you brought up twerking exercises. I did, and that's not the same as Kegels. Okay. They're not in the same ballpark at all. So what kind of motivation do you need to get back on a twerking schedule? I don't know. You just talked shit about Beyonce and Nikki twerking, and now I feel like I should keep that from you. Maybe I'll learn how to do it on my own damn time. Well, maybe it's because I don't want to see other women do it. Just you. Or a sly little fox. <laughs> you had to turn that shit around. So you didn't, you were not impressed by the video? What you was supposed to impress me about it? That it was just like fun and carefree. Like I think, I guess maybe because Beyonce's image up until like this most recent era has always been so manufactured and so perfect. To see her like eating a freaking double cheeseburger and just like dancing but like no choreography. And like she looks like she's stoned. You know what I mean? It's just like, yes, Beyonce is living her life. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just But that's all carefully orchestrated to continue an image that they want to continue. Yeah, exactly. And but so what so why so why what what, I'm lost here in terms of that's the image that you wanted to see the manufacture instead of another image that was previously. I just watched it and I felt like I wish that those were my girlfriends. And I wish that I was at a concert with them, hanging out, having like the time of my life, and they look so beautiful and they're just having like such a great time. And it just like made me feel good. I don't know. I did notice at the beginning somebody was uh, Beyonce was working really hard. She was up in the camera and moving around and kind of trying to. She was feeling herself. Yeah, right. Feeling herself. I'm feeling my. That's what she was doing. 
And Nicki Minaj was just kind of standing there, but whoever was behind the camera was saying, "Yes, yes, you're awesome." Yeah, to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> was she, she was, she she was just to standing? Nikki? I think so. Yeah, that's what I got. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, she was still she was still working it. No, you know she wasn't. At that point, she was just standing there, just she actually looking looked hot, kind of bored. Yeah, but like that's like a look. <laughs> My God, you will bend. O- you are a Beyonce stand because no, no, like no, 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 you know, pause because you just said that Nikki didn't look like she was doing anything, and I said that that was a look that that like she was like you know like still working it, and then you say that I'm a Beyonce stand. So get your stuff together if you're going to accuse me, if you're going to call me out of my name. Make sure you know what you're talking about because I was just defending Nicki Minaj, and I'm not even like a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm not a stand to anyone. I stand for no one. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna. You know what? I think. I think this is something that we should deal with in therapy <laughs> and not here All right, on well, last name basis. I thought it was interesting that they premiered this video on Tidal as a Tidal exclusive, which womp womp means nothing because it was like all over the internet Useless. in like two seconds. Um, Jack White is back in the news trying to defend Tidal. Poor guy. Well, I mean, Tidal hasn't, actually, hasn't done anything. It's not like they tried to take no, over a country or something. it hasn't done anything. I, people are just continuing to make fun of the flopness of title because for example they you know had this exclusive music video and surprise it's not exclusive because it got ripped and posted all over the internet and you know their whole thing is that they're going to give more money to artists and again you know people were making fun of it because it was a bunch of like you know super rich successful artists saying that they're going to get this money so Jack White did. <laughs> the artists they were talking about were themselves. Right. So okay. they're like, artists are going to get more money, like Us. Jay-Z and Jack White and Madonna and Coldplay and all these big artists. Right. So Jack White just did this interview where he was talking about, you know, how he really is going to help smaller um, artists get more money because I thought this was kind of interesting. Pharrell had 43 million plays of Happy on Pandora and only made $2,500. That's how small the royalties were in order for him to make money. So Jack White's whole thing is like, we're going to help artists make more money. But what was really interesting to me is that the streaming services are not the ones that are screwing over artists. It's actually the labels. And Jack White owns his own label. And so does Jay-Z. So, um, fail on their part. They're the reason that they're not making more freaking money on streams. So so what you're saying is they have, they have more power than anyone just to pay their artists more. Absolutely. So if they're, if they're fighting for dollars and scrapping for cash, then, then it's really their, if it's their artists. Yeah. If they're on their labels, then they're the reason. They are the reason they're not making more money. Spotify actually gives like 70% of their revenue goes out to like taxes and other services and stuff. And then they give the, all, that part of that money actually goes to royalties to the artists. And then it's the labels who then take a huge cut of that and only give like a tiny little bit to their artists. So if Jack White and... Jay Z want to champion like giving more money to artists. They should just do that. <laughs> like, they don't need a whole service. Like, uh, it, it sounds good to me, and to the to the extent that title will actually 
line the pockets of the artists, the the smaller artists right. uh, that are played on it. That's good. But you know what? They're also charging twice as much as Spotify. Exactly. So you know, if you have double the revenue, presumably, yeah, you know, smaller smaller subscription base. But uh, but if it were the same size subscription base as Spotify, you'd have double the money, so you could easily afford to pay yeah. the artists more. I don't know. I think that they have really stiff competition because Spotify is actually coming out with a bunch of new features that sound really cool. Um, <clears throat> they're coming out with video, like curated playlists and original content from places like Vice, Comedy Central. They're going to have like Broad City episodes on there, Adult Swim. They're even going to have some YouTuber stuff on there, which is kind of exciting. They're going to have podcasts. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. We have one of those. We. I was. Just, I was. <laughs> I, you were. You were starting you were to even, lose me. You were even paying attention <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you i was i was dazing off a little bit but now now i'm back because okay welcome back to the I podcast have a, i have an interest in this spotify now. is going to start having podcasts on there now which is like really cool hopefully shout out to spotify i would love to be on there we love them yeah spotify has to have us we've done nothing but trash talk title <laughs> Nothing but trash. This cannot be for nothing, Spotify. I hope you're listening. Um, some other cool things that they are going to have, and I was really excited about this. Uh, this really has become a Spotify commercial. Okay, but listen, this is like this is a Spotify commercial plus a chance to talk shit about Patrick. So this is a really good. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Oh, <laughs> it's going to happen right now. Okay. So remember how you're like a hate and ass hater, and you love to hate on everything. I do remember that. Okay, and remember how like a few weeks ago you were saying that like being able to track your fitness on an app or on your phone is stupid. Yes. And how you would never do that, and it's really dumb. Also, yes. Spotify is coming out this new thing called Spotify Running, and it will link to your Nike Plus so that it can calculate how fast you're running and then play songs with similar beats per minute based on how you're running. Isn't that so cool? Yeah, that's okay. Oh, my God. You are so full of crap. That is so. No, that is so cool. For someone that always complains about his music for like when he's working out, that would be so freaking cool. Oh, wait, you don't run. So, what do you mean I don't run? You don't run. Are you? I mean, I work out though. But I, you don't run. It's, it has. Oh, well, you know what? It'll take your. It'll just take your heart rate then. Yeah, I think it's a heart rate. Okay, yeah, I th- that it reads. Yeah, I, I don't so know. as your heart rate increases, it increases the tempo of the music. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. the The Nike app doesn't actually track your heart rate. It tracks like how fast you're moving. Like that's how it determines what your speed is. Oh, okay. Well, then, then I think my Spotify will be paused <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I'll be sitting there playing with it, like this thing is not working. It'll play like Enya the whole time. It'll be like sail away, sail away. Sail that song away. in the arms of the angel. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin, mm-hmm. and they'll just have pictures of of, uh, <laughs> of abused like, animals. Of animals in the arms of Look, this the is depressing. Angel. I can't. I can't live to this. Did I tell you that I went to the Lilith Fair concert and I was crying my eyes out during Sarah McLaughlin? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you didn't tell me, but you, you almost didn't have to. I know. I know where you come from. I was such like an emotional middle schooler. <laughs> I was like crying. Someone was burning sage. It was it was pretty gross, um, but it was a transformative concert. So whatever, don't judge me. <laughs> did you did you um, did you like burn any articles of clothing? No, no? like what a bra? Yeah, Is that I mean, you judging me? You think I was burning well, bras? I it at could a have concert? been anything. It could have been some pants, and maybe one, or maybe a flip flop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, no, I did I don't not. Like the rules? No, I did not burn anything at Lilith Fair. I just like sat on a hilltop listening to like 
fumbling towards ecstasy, just like bawling my eyes out like, oh my God, this is like so amazing. And were you with a group of other people who are also crying? Were you crying Uh, in a circle? No, no. Actually, I went with this girl that I was that I thought was so cool. You know how you just like have that person who you think is so cool and her dad was a baseball player and had, so they had like tons of money. And so they had like year round tickets to every concert. Mm. What are those called? They're like, not like box seats. I don't know what it's called, but she had just tickets to every concert and randomly in class, she was like, Oh my God, I have these little fair con- tickets, but like little fair sucks. And I just like beelined it to her and I was like, I will give anything <laughs> to go to little fair. Please take me with you. And so she took me with, with her and then she ditched me like as soon as she got there. So I was basically at the concert by myself, just like wandering around. No wonder you were crying. <laughs> really why i was upset that's a good reason no it was actually really cool i've never been to a concert by myself before and it was actually like really awesome i saw missy elliott i saw no doubt um sarah mclaughlin i don't remember who else was there a bunch of like random like veruca salt was there which oh right i almost forgot about them i know like they're amazing um so yeah it was it was really awesome do you have any um good concert stories yeah, pretty much, pretty much all. Of them. I think the best concert I went to, I've ever been to, was probably Lollapalooza '96. Oh my god! Which now, when you say '96 out loud, wait a second, you went to a concert when you were because '96, I was in sixth grade. You were in eighth grade when you went to that concert. Yeah, Lollapalooza for an eighth grader is kind of a lot. What? Because there's like moshing. I'm sure it was '96. Like yeah, heavy metal and stuff. Oh yeah, and like, we used to go to all the Ozfest too. That's not a place for an eighth grader to be. It was a place for me to be. I felt <laughs> I felt right at home. I saw I saw Metallica. I saw Rage Against the Machine. I saw Ooh. Soundgarden. Ooh, all of them. All Follow of them. Follow me into the desert. That was, that was, I will give you credit for Come that. Come on, that was good. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Now, if you could put last name basis into a Soundgarden song, you would be my favorite, favorite wife. Wait, well, oh, I'd be your favorite one? Mm-hmm. I'm your only one, and that's my joke, bitch. I made that joke first. Favorite husband? You saw the tweet. I tweeted, happy birthday to my favorite slash only husband. Oh, and then you're going to you steal that joke on our own show? How dare you? You know what's funny about that? What? We've been making that joke for a long time. <laughs> You were just the first to do it publicly? No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that sounds credible. No, that's absolutely it's okay. It's okay. not true. It's all right. Okay. I don't mind stealing bread. No, not that. Not that. <laughs> you hate that song? I hate that song. Why? I just do. It sucks. It's a terrible song. Oh, it, that's the one with um, uh, right, Pearl. Right, it's like Pearl, Temple of the Dog yeah, or something? Yeah, it's Pearl Jam and Soundgarden together. Yeah, I hated that. That Some of these mega bands just don't work out. <laughs> what are some other mega bands? I don't know, but every once in a while, it's like one person from every group under the sun. Transplants was pretty good. Um, no one who listens to this podcast probably knows who the transplants okay, are. Okay, well, if you do know who the transplants are, tweet us because you will get extra credibility points with Patrick. There you go. I can't think of any other like super bands, but I that's the only song that I know from them. But now that I know that you hate it, I'm going to find ways to work it into the podcast as <laughs> often as possible. You're you're a, you are no longer my favorite wife. <laughs> I'm going hungry. Um, so yeah, Lollapalooza '96 <laughs> was was probably my favorite concert. My first concert was The Offspring, um, and that was memorable for almost no reason at all. All the girls was... say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah, that's the only song that I can think of. By oh then. really? God, there was a bunch. That's of which them. is a terrible Offspring song. P.S. 
I can't think of any more Offspring songs. Um, so that was our concert segment. Thanks for hanging out with us in the concert corner. <laughs> that was a terrible corner. I thought it was great. Let's yeah. talk about how um, Ted Cruz failed to identify a clitoris on a <gasps> wait <laughs> on a on a, uh, a chart of the female anatomy. Okay. I actually don't think that this story is true because wait, I tried wait, wait. to find backup for it. Yeah, uh, first of all, where did you find this information? Uh, there was there was a news article that ran, and then a few other outlets ran it um, after this one. Why would he even be in a position? Did someone just like show up with the poster and like ambush him? It was like There's a, definitely a picture of him. It was like a drive by some Senate class? committee meeting, <laughs> right? At some Senate committee meeting, and he's he's pointing to uh, a vagina or something, yeah. a, a diagram of a vagina. And, and he's just pointing to the wrong thing? I, You know, I really don't know. I just want to believe it, you know, oh, because I, I want to laugh at him. I just, you know what, honestly, I but would- But there are other things to laugh at. I for. would believe it because it always seems to be these dumbasses who want to regulate women's bodies and health care and, you know, access to birth control, and then they know absolutely nothing about the female anatomy. They don't know how- how our bodies work they like have all these like ridiculous theories about how like you know babies are formed if there's a rape or something it's just like ridiculous if it, if it is true his, his poor wife man i mean <laughs> talk about talk about feeling yourself she's <laughs> she's doing it she's all alone <laughs> uh but again i really i don't think that that was that was a an entirely true story. Okay. Uh, well, now, I now just wish, we've become I just the onion. So we're just like making up. <laughs> I didn't make it up. I'm reporting on, I'm reporting to you what I saw uh, reported as news. Okay. So basically our show has become a long game of telephone where I heard somebody say, somebody say, somebody say something, something, something. Fran, do you think anybody listens to this show? To get their news. Well, people tweet us all the time asking for links to news things that we've actually mentioned on the show. Right, so- because they can't trust what we have to say about <laughs> no, it. They're no. like, I, can, you, can you point me to the actual story? Can you point me to the facts no, so that I can look at this? No, that's not what happens. Lots of people tweet us and say, like, that was really interesting. I would like to share it with my friend or something like that. And then, you know, ask for links. And so it's not that they don't think that we're credible. They're they're intrigued. They're pulled in by the things that we talk about on our show, which is, you know, I think that speaks volumes about us. Yeah, we're we're amazing. <laughs> and we're both we are practicing our twerks. Oh gosh! Please don't say that ever again. Um, you, you had all, you had five minutes about twerking. No, I know, but you saying it is very different than me talking about twerking, which is oh, why uh, I by, just said by to we, you, I mean, I mean you. No, no, no. I'm just saying to you, don't ever talk about that again. Um, would you like to go over some questions from our um, listeners? Yeah, on let's Twitter? take let's take some questions. Caller number one. <laughs> this is from Yanis Davy on Twitter, and they're having a birthday soon. It says. I'm turning 20 in two days. And I was wondering what it was for you guys like when you went from your teens to young adults. And if your 20s are that different. Thanks and love the show. Well, happy early birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. So do you think that your 20s are different from your teens? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dramatically What do you think made it different? Uh, College, for starters. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was in college at 19, so... Well, you know, some of us are late bloomers. Ooh. Okay. Some you of told us, on yourself. Some of us had to do <laughs> had to do an extended stint in <laughs> high school. That's not true at all, actually. Um, so can we go back to actually answering the question? So the question the so to answer the question, for me, I think 
I think once you're in college or once you're out of you know, away from the nest or whatever it is, you start to get the uh, the status quo becomes a sense of freedom, and you actually end up making decisions. So it's it's a process, um, but throughout your twenties is when you really get the full force and effect of being your own person and not answering to anyone. And that takes it takes a little while to get out of that mindset. I don't know. You can still answer to your parents in your 20s, especially if you're in college and they're paying for it. You know oh, sure, I mean? you can, but nobody's there to tell you what to do at any given moment. Nobody's watching you day to day. And no one's saying, have you done your homework? Have you not done your homework? Yeah, I mean— I can see you're on the phone all the time. Maybe you should stop that. Maybe you should not have, you know— Men or women over, sleeping right. over, that sort of thing. I don't Nobody's know. there to say that. Yes, no. Every everybody's twenties experience is different, I guess. But for you, that seems to be. I'm just weird speaking in a personal sense. That's what I'm saying. Rather than saying like in your twenties, it's like this. For me, in my twenties, I was not living at home. I was away in college, um, and I definitely agree with you in the sense that like you have a certain level of independence that you don't have in your teens. But I also think your twenties is like kind of scary because like you're excited about that independence but then you're like oh crap wait a second what do i do now <laughs> like mom help me you know and it's kind of like scary no that's see that's the great thing about college is that if you're in it uh you really don't have to do anything but succeed at really just not fail out of it and then everyone thinks that you've done something hmm. Like I said, everyone's college experience is different. When I was in college and I was living in the dorm, we didn't. Well, we actually didn't have a dorm at my school when I moved to Miami, so I had to live in an apartment. So I actually had to oh pay my God. rent. Oh well, my God! Okay, listen here. I had to live in an apartment. All I'm saying is, is that I went from living in a dorm <laughs> at Michigan, where like my bills were always paid, to living in an apartment where I had to pay my bills myself, and I had never paid bills before, aside from like my cell phone bill in high school. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I had never paid rent before. And then I had roommates who were like a hot ass mess. And so I suddenly had to like collect rent from everyone. And like that was really stressful because my roommates never had it together. There was always some sort of drama or, you know, you accidentally spent too much of your, you know, FAFSA and then you didn't have enough for rent or whatever. Um, And so it was exciting to be on your own. But like I said, it was kind of scary and hard. You didn't you weren't scared. No, not at all. Wow. Not, not no. I there's nothing to be scared of. There's really no threat. And you just I mean, well, I you guess you never had have... your lights turned off cuz I definitely did. Homegirl did not my my roommate did not pay the electric bill. I had been giving her money for months and I came home and our and our electricity was off and I was so upset and I was freaking out because I was like I couldn't ask my parents for help and my roommate was a freaking idiot, and yeah, we had no no lights, and then we suddenly had to pay like $400 and able to get it turned back on. I know. It was awful. So you had some bad roommates. That's actually kind of the fun, though. Having bad roommates- What? In, in hindsight- What? Is, they, they make for good stories. No, 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 no. You have clearly not had enough bad roommates. That's true. Tell me your worst roommate, because I guarantee you I can top every bad roommate you've ever had. Oh, I, I believe it. Um, I'm trying to think the worst roommate I've ever had. That just proves you haven't had bad roommates, because you should be able I to think just I probably, recall them immediately. I think I was the worst roommate that <laughs> other people had. Oh, see, that sheds light on this entire conversation. Yeah. You were the bad roommate. That's why I'm like, college was great. I wasn't worried about anything. <laughs> people were paying my electric bill when I didn't pay it. <laughs> 
I had this roommate. I told this story on my YouTube channel, but it's it's always worth repeating because it's the most ridiculous story ever. I had this roommate freshman year of college who was super nice girl. She was like really quiet. She was an engineer student. So she was um, really kind of kept to herself. Didn't go out that much. Nice girl. But she was just completely opposite for me. And one night at three o'clock in the morning, she wakes me up in a panic. She's crying. She's like, you're going to hate me. I'm the worst roommate ever. And I'm like, what is your problem? I have to wake up tomorrow morning for work. And um, she's like, I couldn't find my key. I couldn't find my key. And I don't know what it's like in your dorm, but we had a key for the bathroom on our floor. I never had. I never lived in a dorm. Okay. So in our dorm and a lot of dorms, they have a key so that no one can just walk onto the floor and go to the bathroom. You have to have a key to get into the bathroom. And apparently- Got to protect that bathroom. Well, I mean, I guess it's for safety measures. You don't want people like in the shower and some sketch person goes in there or something. So we had keys for the bathroom. Apparently, my roommate could not find her key in the middle of the night. And in her mind, in her like sleepy, I don't know if she was drunk, stupor, she pulled my dresser out, put it on the floor and peed in my dresser. In a drawer from your dresser? She peed in the top drawer of my dresser. Oh, not the top drawer. That's where all the all the important stuff <laughs> I goes. I know. I know. She peed in my dresser, and like all of my sweaters were like floating in her piss in the middle of our living room. And then I, like, she was freaking out. Man. And then I somehow ended up having to console her because she was so upset about it. And I was like, it's okay that you peed in my dresser. I didn't even like that shirt that much. Look anyway. at you being, being the bigger person. <laughs> I'm impressed. I was trying to go back to sleep. Are you kidding me? Um, but on the plus side, she did do my laundry the rest of the year. So, because she felt so bad. And I oh, said, I'll let you. There you go. Yeah. But I mean, come on. That's a terrible thing to wake up to in the middle of the night. Someone I pissed would, in your I clothes. I would sacrifice a sweater to have someone do my laundry. I'd be like, you know what? Here, pee, pee, on, pee on this one. <laughs> I'll pee on it I don't, I don't wear, it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wear this one very often. <laughs> oh, well, that's really nice of you. So selfless. Um, I really, you know, this sorry, Yanis, we totally took oh, this Oh, right. Question. We had a question pending. Yes. <laughs> another direction but i think you know congratulations on turning 20 mm-hmm. it's scary <laughs> yeah that's 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 how we want to send them send them off no i mean it might not their be teens. it might not be scary for you i mean they were just asking how we felt about it when yeah. we turned 20 i i just I, you'll have a great time it'll be it'll be well worth it and also uh you know there's no way to stop it so you might as well just get on board now did you see this uh this uh, th- this kenyan lawyer has offered a dowry for uh, Malia Obama's hand in marriage. What? No, yeah. I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, this isn't this isn't more. Wait, is this an email scam <laughs> where they email you and they're like, "I'm trapped in this country. I need your hand in marriage. Please wire Excuse like thousand dollars." Excuse me. This man is Kenyan, it not could- Nigerian. I'm pretty sure that those email scams happen all over the world. P.S. A lot of times they aren't actually in the place they're saying they're in. It was a joke, babe. <laughs> How do you not know that I'm joking too? Are you, are you sure? I am joking. You just like can't understand my advanced sense of humor. Gonna, gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna march for Nigerian princes. <laughs> Disney oh. should make a movie about that. I would watch that movie. They should. So this man, this this lawyer in Kenya, offered fifty cows, seventy sheep, and thirty goats. That's all. That's the that's the dowry. I that sounds like a lot to me. That's an entire farm. Um, it's the president's daughter. I feel like she could buy any farm that she wants. Like, are you kidding me? She has that in her savings account. 
Well, you know, here's the thing is that I looked this up because I wanted to know exactly what that equates to. Okay. So if you're, you know, if you're paying, you know, if you're if you're giving a dowry, basically what you're doing is trying to trying to purchase a wife. Right. Um so I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But uh so apparently the average dowry in Kenya is 4 to 5 times your annual salary. So this guy makes approximately 12 cows, 18 <laughs> sheep, and about 8 goats a year. <laughs> so, that was good. That was good. So um, you know, and I think that's a pretty good haul, uh, all, all said. I mean, the man's a lawyer. Wow. How many cows are you bringing home? That's, let's, I, br- I let's bring ask, home bacon. Let's ask. <laughs> that is really, <laughs> really cheesy. That was terrible. Yes. One, one dowry was $8,000 in, uh, you know, in American currency um, for a, quote, well-mannered and well-educated Young woman, and that was that was in 1998. So, you know, account for inflation. Add like a goat, maybe half a cow to that, mm-hmm. and you should be up to where we are now. I just think that Malia is worth more. I think that he should, you know, step it up, throw a whale in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why are we sticking with like these small, little, four-legged animals? Where, like, you know, some things that like have a some... Komodo dragon or something. Exact... Something rare, something valuable. Yes. Can you please throw, like, a unicorn up in there? Right. Like, something that is, like, a fictional, extinct animal that is, like, rare. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you really have to show out for Malia because, you know, her dad is a freaking president. Hey, I, I agree. I just thought it was... I just thought it was a really strange thing because apparently... Uh, he has been celibate since, or he hasn't dated anyone else mm-hmm. since 2008 when he first saw her, which wow. you have to remember, she's maybe 17 now. She was about okay. eight oh at the time. Oh my God. That's actually really, really disturbing. So he decided at that moment that he was going to save himself for her. <laughs> yes. What apparently. a presumptuous asshole. Apparently. Like way to roll up and be like, hey, just so you know, I haven't had sex for you, even though you were a child when I first saw you and I've never met you before. And you are a celebrity with tons of money who I will never get to meet or ever have a chance with. But I just want you to know that I brought some cows for you so that I can <laughs> like been, marry you. He's been he's been saving up his cows. That's a problem. He's got a bunch of old cows. They <laughs> they don't exactly appreciate in value. <laughs> Oh, that's really sad. Um, that is a weird man, and I hope. Well, I know at least they've got Secret Service, and she's never going to encounter him ever. Well, I don't think he's a threat. You don't know. He's he's trying he's trying to exchange livestock. Mm, I don't know. I would not trust a man that's trying to do some weird stuff like that. He has gotten it in his delusional mind that he has a chance with her, and he's been saving himself since he first saw her, and she was like a child i mean that's kind of creepy that's some predatorial shit well that guy's a weirdo and shout out to malia i hope that you're staying safe tonight because i'm i'm worried for you um have you heard about this whole josh duggar thing yeah of course oh my goodness so if you've been living under a rock which i mean honestly it's everywhere right now um one of the sons from tlc's 19 kids and counting which is the show about the family that has 19 children um, because they are like some sort of like serious I don't know what what their um, religious beliefs are I think it's called like quiverful or something um, hmm. I, like they have the quivers for God or something I don't really know um, but basically 
they don't believe in using birth control. They believe that God will decide for them how many kids they should have. So they have 19 kids and their 27 year old son, Josh Duggar, has admitted to molesting five girls in 2002 when he was 15 years old and four of them were his younger sisters, which is like. This story is so ridiculous, but I think what has kind of like bothered me even more is that this dude is influential. He was an executive director for the Family Research Council, which is like a right wing activist group. So they have relationships with like all of these um, politicians like Sarah Palin, Mike Huckabee, Rick Santorum, Jed Bush, Ted Cruz, who we just mentioned not too long ago. Huge Uh, shocker. Yeah, seriously. So basically, we now have a guy who is admitted to molesting five girls when he was a teenager, not when he was a baby or a toddler, 15 years old is old enough to know that that's wrong. And now we have these senators who are like buddies with him. And Mike Huckabee actually came out and like supported him and said like, we need to not pass judgment. He was just a kid. Like, you know, let's pray for their family and all this other bullshit. Jeez. I know. And Mike Huckabee really pissed me off because I don't know if you remember, uh, after like Mike Brown was killed, Mike Huckabee was one of the people who came out and said that if Mike Brown hadn't been acting like a thug, that maybe he would still be alive. I just think it's so telling how many people are willing to say that Josh Duggar was just a kid when he molested five children, mm. one of them being five years old. But everybody wants to try and make Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. or Mike Brown. But Mike Brown, who is who is two years older <laughs> than Duggar was and did and did nothing. Didn't break any laws, wasn't holding a weapon or anything. Those, they are thugs. You know, or even Tamir Rice, they have tried to make him into an adult. You know, they've called him a man or a young man. He's 12 years old. It's just so frustrating to me how this guy could literally abuse children and everyone wants to downplay it as well. You know, he was just a kid. We all make mistakes. It's like mistakes what right are you like, like the about? time you accidentally molested five five girls you don't that's not a mistake yeah you know what i mean those, those mistakes happen oh to my normal, gosh normal, it's like people. so so frustrating and I well just... you see the i mean the patterns the pattern's obvious and it's not a new one it's whatever we do is acceptable yeah exactly and we whatever white what, people <laughs> right whatever and and not just any white people wealthy white people who are well connected yeah whatever whatever th- those people in that circle do is is acceptable and they'll support each other uh and anyone outside that circle, of course, the further outside of that circle, and God forbid you're black, exactly. Um, the the less the worse the treatment. Well, the show has been canceled, so I mean, I guess that's something positive. But at the same time, if you read through their Facebook page, it's a nightmare. It's just tons of people supporting them and saying that they're going to pray for them, and you know, no one's talking about his victims. You know, his sisters. No one's talking about them. Everybody's all about you know we're praying for you. Jim and we're supporting you um and this is just you know my chance to get on my little soapbox and say fuck that guy he's a terrible person his family is freaking terrible how dare they not stand up for their their other children and take responsibility and send him to therapy put him in something he should have done something rather than just like i don't know go work at his friend's 
family farm or something. Like, he didn't have any consequences for this. And it's just a clear demonstration of, like, white privilege in action. You can molest children and senators will be like, I really believe in him. He's a great guy. And, like, he was just a kid. Um, it's And then, you know, like we talked about, so many other black children have actually been killed and people will call them thugs and you know his he had a drug history in his family and anything to demonize black people but freaking josh duggar gets everyone's support screw that guy yeah there's been a lot of talk especially about the word the use of the word thug recently oh my god Sally Cohn was uh was on cnn discussing it uh and specifically around the the biker gang shootout oh my god uh, that was that was fascinating, and and there's there's some great political cartoons that show that show Tamir Rice and says you know thug right, and it shows a biker or a biker gang shooting each other, guns and knives, and just being menacing and yeah. just generally outlaws. And they're uh, there. I think one of them said something like motorcycle enthusiast who happened to get into a uh, a, a tuft or something like that. Oh my that. god, I could not roll my eyes harder than at that whole entire thing. And I posted about that actually on my Facebook, and I was getting into arguments with people because they were saying, it's not comparable, you can't compare this to Baltimore. And I was like, actually you can compare it to Baltimore because these people killed nine people in a shootout, and there's pictures of the cops arresting them. Some of them don't even have handcuffs. They're sitting on the curb, and they're giving them juice boxes and fucking snacks. Like, literally, they killed people, and they're like, hey guys, you guys want a snack? You want a foot rub too? Just like, what the heck? And then peaceful protesters, or, you know, granted, there are definitely people that were protesting and got out of hand. But they were throwing tear gas in tanks, but guys actually shooting each other and killing people? No, dude, don't even put them in handcuffs. Just let them relax and hang out, you know, take a load off. It's just like, <laughs> I, I'm really glad that Sally Cohn and other people are bringing to light the fact that the word thug is basically just become a code word to say the N word. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like any excuse to demonize people. Do you have anything on your list that's like happier? Womp <laughs> 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 womp. You took us down there. I mean, you know, you, I did, know, you did start this last portion talking about a pedophile. So yeah, that's true. We went that from, was we that went, was doomed from the beginning. Yeah. Well, you know, we do have to have the freaking <clears throat> the the serious news corner on our show, which mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I like it. It's important. This was interesting. Kim Jong Chul mm-hmm. is is. Has been cited at a few Eric Clapton concerts <gasps> in London. What? Yeah. So Kim Jong Chul, if you don't know, would you know my name if you saw me at a concert? <laughs> you know? Yes, because because you are the older brother of the dictator of North Korea. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we I just won't know your name. I just wanted to try and sing an Eric Clapton song. And and your fa- I, I gotta be honest with you, that's my least favorite Eric Clapton song. Really? And I feel bad saying that because I know it's about his son who died and all of that. That's a really good song. It's yes, it's good. It's catchy. I respect it. Can I you just name don't an- want to hear it. Let's not talk about Eric Clapton. Okay, fine. Let's talk about let's talk about Kim Jong Chul because he is apparently this is what he does. He just kind of travels the world as the as the reject for the throne, so mm-hmm. to speak, in North Korea. Because I don't know if you know this. I think his the eldest brother died. Okay. And then Kim Jong-chul is the middle brother. Mm-hmm. And then Kim Jong-un is the younger. And he was chosen by their father okay. as the successor. So it has nothing to do with when you're born. It was just like he chose the youngest one. I, You know, I don't know how they do it in okay. North Korea. 
But um, so he said, "Screw it, I'm gonna go to Eric Clapton concert." Yeah, cry. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he really, <laughs> he really is like the big winner here. <laughs> I mean, instead of having to face the entire world and say, "Wow, our missiles can't even, we can't even get our missiles to take off," right? Well, you know, everything we do is just is just more and more embarrassing right. on a global scale. This guy has, and he had his little <laughs> girlfriend with him or something like that. He's just try, he's just globetrotting and, and seeing good concerts. Apparently he was singing along to all of the songs. I don't know. I have to say, like, as much as I enjoy Eric Clapton, I'm still kind of giving him a side eye for going to that concert of all concerts. Like, that's his taste in music. He couldn't go to something more, like, lively? You, I mean, listen, he, no, sh- no he shade. He comes to- from North Korea. So, so that means that he can't go to like a better concert. Like what? I don't know. Like I would have gone to like Coachella or something. Well, actually, he, Coachella would probably have been a terrible choice for him because he would have been spotted immediately. Or wait, well, he was spotted. like he was at the Eric Clapton concert. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I I don't know. You know, if if I were him, I I would pick. Here's the thing: you're not limited just to Eric. That's what I mean. So he's been seen at multiple concerts. Like once you've been to the concert one time, you don't need to go again. He does. He need to go two nights in a row. Why? Because he's obviously a fan of Eric Clapton. I mean, you were just you were just correcting me on how good that one song was. I don't even like it. I'm not saying that it's not a good song. Just just... happens to be an Eric Clapton fan. What's wrong with that? Plus, Cream, all the good good stuff. I would like. Okay, listen. When you go to a concert and you see the artists perform all your favorite songs and Mm -hmm. it's awesome, you have your lighter and you're getting your life crying on the side of a hillside or whatever. Right at the Lilith Fair. At Lilith Fair, you don't go two nights in a row. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've already seen the whole thing. Well, I feel like maybe it was a little more emotionally draining for you at Lilith Fair. Right. And I wouldn't say the Eric Clapton concert. Whatever. No matter how you felt. I've gone to some awesome concerts where I've, like, gotten my entire life. But, like, Radiohead. We went to the Radiohead concert, and it was amazing. Yeah, that was such an incredible I wouldn't have gone a second night because I'd be like, well, I already saw this. Oh, I would have gone back the next night. Actually, kind of probably would. Never mind. All right, sorry. He just happens to be a Clapton fan. Okay, no shade, no shade. I don't blame him. I just think it's really interesting that an entire country, and and obviously this, this is something everyone knows, an entire country is being kept in the dark. Don't even they don't even know Eric Clapton exists exactly, uh, and, and he's he, gallivanting at his concert, and he's doing whatever he wants. He's dressed like a rock star too. He's got a leather jacket oh, on. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't look like he just stepped out of North Korea, or oh he's wearing God. something that's befitting of a you know a dictator's brother or something like that. He's just he's just living life like a rock star. Wow, what an asshole! I mean, not that he wasn't an asshole before, but now like, damn, way to like rub it in our faces that you're a horrible person. Stay your ass at home. Um, <laughs> God damn! No, why can't like I mean, you just get so serious. He's a bad person. I don't know that he is. I don't know that he's done anything. Okay, In fact, I think he's lacked any influence. He's complacent because all. he hasn't done anything about his asshole brother and the regime that his whole family has created. And now he's at concerts, like you know, with a lighter up in the air, singing "Tears in Heaven." Like. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, have no I see where you're coming from. I, I don't think he has any control over it. He, you know, you you understand that his brother has killed a number of family members for speaking out of turn. Their own family? Their own family. He killed he killed their uncle who was who was allegedly one of the most powerful men in North Korea. Uh, next to, of course, the supreme leader, which mm-hmm. is, you know, Kim Jong Un and before him, Kim Jong Il. Um Killed him just because my understanding is 
likely because he just had too strong a relationship with with the Chinese government, and he was just too powerful. Uh, there are other stories, and and there's some speculation as to as to other reasons more specific, but I think all all said, the the understanding was he cleaned house to make a really bold statement about yeah. his own power. So this guy is just, I mean, he's really just lucky to be able to see an Eric Clapton concert as opposed to being publicly executed. Damn. See, this is the problem when you marry someone who is level headed and always wants to like look at all the sides because, you know, now I kind of think maybe he's not so bad of a guy. <laughs> that was such a 180. I'm just I'm going to be totally <laughs> honest. You know what I mean? Like I will be the first one to admit that like I can be swayed. I can have a different opinion on something. So you should pat yourself on the back. Uh... You're not even excited that you just won. Like I'm giving you what you want. <laughs> No, no. Why? Because I win all the time. This isn't this isn't unusual. All right. Well, we are going to move into the language B portion Let's of our do show it. I'm where ready. you are clearly not going to win. <laughs> oh, that's why we're going there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you need to okay. be brought down a peg. Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, there's so many pegs beneath me at this point. <laughs> I don't think I can see the ground. Stop feeling yourself. All right, so this week's language B phrase comes from Irene at Devin Carrots on Twitter, and the phrase is "in my feelings." In my, in my feelings. In my feelings. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I got this. You're in when you say you're in your feelings. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's actually a relatively new term. It's used to describe when you have, when you have just wasted. The full term is is in my feelings myself, and it describes it describes like the remorse in having wasted twenty bucks on a title subscription. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on a roll. Uh, you're on a roll. This is like the first time you've ever gotten it right. Thank you. So, the in my feelings definition is emotional thinking about stuff. So, in the context that you used. Yes, you might be in your feelings over wasting your money on a title subscription. Thank you. Some applause. Finally. My God. That, I've learned to fear the buzzer now. <laughs> the, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the audience members realize that that's the sound the machine makes that I'm hooked up to with jumper cables. <laughs> yes. That's not a buzzer like you didn't get it right. It's We're going like to electrocute a, you. It's like an electric shock, and that's the sound the machine makes. Hilarious. Uh, I've got one for you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've got a few. This is sort of a, this is like a combination between the science corner okay. and the slanguage B. But can I just ask you for one second before we s- jump into this? Are these real words? Because the last time that you brought a phrase to me, it was one that you just made up. And can I tell you that I got tweets from people that were like, tweeting real time. Patrick made this word up before you before I even like, we're not live. It. Well, because people live tweet when they're listening to the episode and on SoundCloud, you can see where people are commenting in the episode uh-huh. and people commented. He made that word up. So just so you know. OK. OK. This isn't a word. This is this one. This one's a combination of the science corner and uh, and this language B. So I'm going to read you a headline and mm-hmm. you tell me what it means. OK. All right. I'm into this. I've got one because I just I. This one's this one's good. Okay, so the the headline goes: Unboiling eggs using the vortex fluidic device has improved cancer treatment. Would you like it used in a sentence? No, <laughs> that was the <laughs> sentence, you <laughs> asshole. 
Okay, okay. So my my instinct tells me that eggs is not like eggs that you eat. Because, <laughs> because oh, it's a drum roll. I was like, what because is that? you can't unboil an egg, right? You can't unboil an egg. Like once an egg is boiled, it's boiled. So maybe this has to do with some sort of like I don't know. Why would you boil like like human? Eggs? Yes. Okay. Well, feel the feel the feel the pain and embarrassment associated with the buzzer. Notice friend. I only got one buzzer. Can we buzz her again? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank you. That one really hurt. That one, <laughs> that one burned a little bit. Okay, so what you the- can Actually, apparently, you can unboil an egg. You can? The vortex fluidic device actually causes, actually reverses the process that happens when an egg is boiled and turns the proteins into that solid state. Wow. And so what does that have to do with cancer? I have no clue because I was just as confused as you are reading that article, and, uh, and I just kind of gave up. Okay, well- you just failed. You were supposed to actually know. <laughs> you can't do that. What do you mean? You br- Okay, you brought me the I knew headline. the first half. That's pretty good. No, but that's so not I'm... the whole thing. That's, so... you, ha- you need to know the whole thing in order for you to be an authority on that topic. This, this is like... <laughs> Thank you. You see where this is going, Fran? Yeah, I'm calling you out because when I do this language B, notice that I also bring the definition of the word or phrase so that I can actually educate you and our audience simultaneously. How are you going to come up in here? Okay, with okay, a new I'll give segment, you. I'll give you the last a new part segment, of it. And then you didn't even. No, I don't even want to hear at this point because you don't want me to be right. No, it's not even about you. Being it's okay. Right. It's okay. You didn't bring. You ready it. for your next one? Oh my god. Okay. Yes. Okay. Here's another one, and this one isn't. This one isn't from the science corner. This is um is another headline. The science is just hey, listen to this other headline. I was looking for something for the science corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. You know, I'm always searching the science blogs just to see what's going on because you know it's fun, and it's just failed so badly. It's either way over my head, or it's or it's something that's just like nothing has happened. You're just trying your hardest to report. Listen to this headline. The the Independent ran this story. The headline goes, humans could possibly live forever as a machine, potentially, says vague neuroscientist. Vague? Neuroscientist, yeah. (laughs) Humans humans could possibly do something, potentially, maybe, I'm being vague Vague. on purpose. (laughs) Like, that's a story? Come on, guys. Get it together. Oh, my God. That's really All right. So your next one is this. Okay. And it's not a headline. Um, but I want you. I want to see if you know what this means. Okay. And I quote: "With more corners than a triangle, white boy keeps it 100." What? Again, with more corners than a triangle, white boy keeps it 100. Okay. Well, a triangle only has three corners, so this white boy has more corners than a triangle. Mm-hmm. Oh my. God, I don't at even... least four corners. Yeah, at least. But why is he does calling that... me a square? Do you think that was it? Oh, this is a tweet somebody said somebody sent me. Wait, what is going on? Okay, right now? okay. I Are just you... really wanted to see if you knew what this meant because I didn't know what it meant, and then I started <laughs> on Twitter, and then I thought about it afterwards. Wait, were they talking about you? you yeah, they were. One hundred. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. But I have more corners than a triangle. Oh, because yeah. you always have corners on the show. <sighs> Dude, you are you are failing. <laughs> you First of all, you brought this shit to me. The first one you brought, you didn't even do your homework. The second one you brought to me was a tweet. It wasn't even a headline. I was racking my I just, brain I just wanted here. to see if you could tell me what it meant because I wasn't sure. It was an honest question. I I think that it was. they were trying to give you a compliment. Okay, keeps great. It, keeps it 100. That's good. That's what I thought. Oh, my God. You, don't know, you didn't know what keeps it 100 meant? I did. 
no, you didn't. Yeah. Because you should have read that tweet and, and understood that he, that they were saying something positive I figured about it you. was positive. I started, and then I started thinking about it, and then I started overthinking about it, and then I thought, you know, more corner. what has more corners than a triangle? A square. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You read way too into that tweet. Also, I thought it was fun to fun to throw a tweet at you. Oh, my gosh. You're mean. Well, this was an enjoyable but strange episode of Last Name Basis, which basically could be the tagline for our show, because I think that that's every episode. I <laughs> Fun, think so. but kind of weird. Um, definitely let us know what you thought of this week's episode, or send us questions or language suggestions using the hashtag Last Name Basis, or tweet us Last Name underscore Basis, or tweet Patrick and myself. At Ty Optional. And at Cheska Lee. Um, and... Yes. Is there anything else that we need to to shout out? I think that's it. Okay. Make sure to rate us on iTunes and leave us comments on SoundCloud and our website. And we will talk to you next week. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis.